Dave Wadsworth, how are you today, sir? Leslie, I am fantastic, and I'm even getting better because now I get to spend some time with you. And let me tell you, that's always a positive thing in my life. So I'm doing great. Awesome, Dave. You know what? Same here, likewise. Um, and before we get started, this is episode number 19 of Black and White Men Talking Podcast <clears throat> with myself, Leslie Peters, and my co-host, Dave Wiseworth, the man that always has a plan, <laughs> even if he's making it up as he goes. <laughs> that's my guy. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, first of all, I, I owe Dave and I, and I owe everybody apologies. So it's true, as I tell my students that I teach, even I make mistakes sometimes. So last week, it was a beautiful, beautiful Sunday, and we record typically on Sundays for our show, Dave and I. And I and I and I was out working in the yard, and I normally don't don't really do like working in the yard, and I was out. And I was, um, and actually what had happened was uh, my daughter saw a little baby snake. So then I had to go and do the snake work. So I was out doing that around <laughs> the house. And I, when I went out there, I knew this was like two some months. Oh, I got plenty of time. And then one thing leads to another. You see something else outside. So you start working on it. Then you start. And lo and behold, by the time I come back in, I, I see a text from Dave. said, did you forget about me? And I literally worked right through the show taping. So my apologies, Dave, my apologies. I can assure you that won't happen often um, as far as me uh, working through it. But it was good so gracious. Thank you, for, thank you for your grace, my brother. <laughs> Always. You know, you come from a sincere heart, Leslie. Uh, and that's all I want is friendships and people that will be genuine and, and they come from a sincere heart. And you know what? You can beat the crap out of me if you want to. Um, but as long as you apologize and say, Dave, I, you know, I was really having a bad day. Uh, now, I appreciate if you wouldn't beat the crap out of me. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I look at people's heart. You know, what, what, what do they, where do they come from? Is it out of meanness or is it out of being rude or lazy or whatever? No, you've got a good heart, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you stepping up like a man and saying, "Hey, you know, I screwed up. I apologize." And uh, you know, here's what happened. And and I don't have to have the details, but I appreciate you know you're honoring our friendship and 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 letting me know, hey, you know, oops, slipped up. And hey, you can't do any better than that, you know. No, listen, it, it happens. Um, but look, we you know today we we have. We have some good things to talk about today, and we're gonna jump right into it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open us up and get us started, and then I'm gonna let, I'm gonna pitch it to Dave and let him hit a home run, uh, and get us all on the right, right path today. As I really wanna, wanna deal with something today, that's really, to me, hopefully it has you rethinking about how you approach this journey that we call life how we approach it, every aspect of it. How do you, how do you operate in service, right? How, how do you, how does that look for you? Do you, do you serve from a place that, that, that others would be happy to follow? Um, you know, in, in church today, uh, the sermon topic uh, was very particular uh, and it was meant for me to be there. It was like, 
and I'm, I'm summarizing and paraphrasing, but basically, does the way you serve when you're in God's presence reflect the way you serve when you're not? In Ooh. other words, does the way that you look on Sunday in church and the way that you talk and act on Sunday at church, is that the same reflection that you give on Tuesday? Right. When you're not. Because <laughs> they should match. Right. Exactly. And, exactly. I, and you know, and I think, and the message in that was, you coming out, you know, God's going to bring you out of whatever darkness you're in, as long as you focus your attention on him. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, that's the key. You, you, you got to focus on him. That's right. Um, and he gave the analogy. He gave the analogy uh, that he got injured when he was when he was playing football at a young age, and and basically dislocated his. I think it was his his arm or shoulder or something. And but you know when you dislocate the bone is sticking out. I suppose because you dislocate. I've seen it. So he said, you know, and mom they rushed into the doctor, and he said the doctor said, look at me. No, 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 I mean, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then the next thing you know, the doctor said, mm. he popped that, he popped it back in place and all the pain was gone and everything. And the beauty of it is God is saying, look at me. And yeah. he's going to do some um in yeah. your life. But look at me, focus yeah. on me. Yeah. Focus on me. <laughs> right. And, and, and that adjustment, that, that tiny adjustment, uh, you know, and I, I've never had that unfortunate situation of having my uh, uh, a bone dislocated, a socket located, but I have watched that happen on the practice field of a fellow teammate. And I watched when the doctor came out, then they literally popped it in place. And he went from agony and pain. Now it was painful to watch. Yeah. It was just a second. It was, mm. and when he popped it in place, the pain was gone. Yeah. And so, but, but, but they have to tell you so you don't, get caught up in the pain look at me they'll tell you look at me just keep it can you see me can you hear me can you hear me uh. <laughs> so, i think sometimes god is calling us to look at him yeah to look at him no 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 forget all that up everything else you're doing just look at me yeah look at me and he wants to do some uh adjustment <laughs> in our lives and and i know that i need adjustment every probably every hour I, you know, yeah. me, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not under the fallacy that I have this thing figured out by no means. I know that I'm a heap of mess. So <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, it really brings us to the perspective of, of, of how you're going to tear us off today and what we're going to talk about. And so as I kick it over to today, I just want everybody to keep an open mind. And really understand that if you if we're really going to impact the world, and if black and white men are really gonna we're gonna sit down and talk, and if you're gonna be leading some of those discussion, and you're gonna be able to have a conversation uh, if you're a black guy with a white guy, and I mean genuine, real conversations. We're not talking about hey, how you doing? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real conversations, even when it's difficult. You're gonna need to keep your eyes on God. Yep. <laughs> Um, because you're going to need some adjustment both ways as you go through those conversations, because you got to be open to hear 
mm-hmm. so that you can learn and grow and understand and understand is there's no there's no 100 right on either side yep. the magic is going to happen when you keep focus on him and he brings you together to intertwine that thing because it takes us both and i think that's the reality of what we're trying to get to so i'm gonna kick it over to you dave to get us into the discussion today of what we're going to talk about and the, and the topic of today's show is serving from the full cup serving from the full cup all right thank you leslie i appreciate that because um and and again i appreciate your genuine heart that you want to uh deal with tough issues you want to hit them straight on and don't just pussyfoot around you you want to say hey let's solve some problems let's 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 fix some issues but until we talk man to man and say hey you know here's here's what my experience has been here's what i've gone through and then i listen to you and you do the same you say dave i haven't had that same experience and and we work it out together and we and we genuinely want the best for each other and that starts in our in our topic you know serving from a, a full cup uh, a good friend of mine is, is i've i've been blessed with a lot of friends and and, and acquaintances and people that i've run into through business uh, seminars and different things all over the country and actually all over the world. And uh, one of my, my friends, Dan Miller, um, I highly recommend him. He's got a, a company, a group called 48 Days to the Work You Love. It's actually a New York Times bestseller. And I met with him uh, and his wife. We had a, a one-day seminar with just him and his wife and a small group last, uh, last week. And of course, Dan uh, is buddies with Dave Ramsey, who does all the financial stuff, and they and they've been together for a long time. They actually taught a Sunday school class together. They've taught you know seminars. They had a little office together with a one little desk <laughs> when they went went down the the financial tubes together. Then they got back together. They got together and they helped each other out. And so kind of like what you and I are doing, Leslie. But but one lesson that Dan has always taught. And it's an old Jewish tradition, tradition from the Bible years ago in the Old Testament, where you serve people best from a full cup. And what that means is when you are whole, when you are physically in a good spot, when you are mentally and emotionally in a good spot, uh, financially in a good spot, then you can really help other people. Now, if you're out there drowning uh, you know, how are you going to rescue someone else that's drowning? Because you're just, you know, you're either going to take them under or they're going to take you under. You can't do that. You need to have your own life preserver. You need to have a, maybe a rowboat to help them out, to save them from drowning. So you need to serve from a full cup, which means you need to really be on solid footing for the most part. Now, we're always struggling, you know, trying to get, you know, do our best. But, uh, you know, if if I'm a drunk at the bar, I'm not going to help you as an alcoholic by, you know, sharing drinks with you. It's not going to do you any good. And I'm being stupid and lazy and and, and mean, actually, in the same way, if, if um, you know, if I'm if I'm drunk and I try to get in my car, I'm going to hurt somebody, you know, myself for sure. But very possibly. And, and I've had a lot of losses because of drunk drivers. But but we really need to focus and this sounds selfish, but we focus on ourselves first because you got to put on that oxygen mask for you first. And then you got to be whole and strong so you can turn around and help other people. And of course, you start with helping your spouse, uh, your wife, your husband. 
and then your children, obviously, and then your extended family. Just had a breakfast with my uh, mother yesterday morning. She's 88, going on, you know, 89. She's doing great, and we had a, a great opportunity to get with her and our family, and uh, and and it's such a blessing to have a family, you know, connection like that, and still to be able to help my mother. And, you know, because if, if I'm not struggling, I can go and I can really enrich her life, uh, you know, from all those years that she took care of us brats uh, when we were growing up and so forth. So and, and you talk about broken bones or dislocated things. Um, I talked to a gentleman the other day and, and uh, I said, yeah, I played football. And he says he said, I've never had a broken bone. And I said, oh, you sissy. I said, he says, have you had broken bones? I said, well, let me count the ways. I said, <laughs> I said, I had this broken thumb carrying the football in junior high. Then I, the next game, I broke my little pinky and it still pops and makes noise every time. And I said, oh, by the way, and I got running a sweep around the end and I got tackled and, and broke my collarbone. And, uh, and then I got hit, uh, in a kidney shot and, and it was, it was kind of bloody for a while. Um, there. Uh, oh, by the way, I have a, I have broke my arm and I've got a, a, a titanium plate and seven screws there. Uh, oh, and the same time I fell, I broke this rib too, but I said, <laughs> but really, Leslie, a, lot of a lot of brokenness, a lot of, and that's, that's an excellent point. You're, you're thinking exactly what I'm saying. We're all broken. Okay. We've all got issues where physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, you know, I've made so many mistakes. Like you, you say, we're constantly trying to adjust. Okay. Every day, every hour, every minute, we're making choices and we're deciding, are we on course? Or are we off course? Are we headed for the ditch? Are we staying down our lane? And, and, and so, like you said, we're all broken. We've all had these mistakes behind us. Well, let's try to look forward and see how we can stay in our lane and be the most value to as many people as we can, because that's what makes you a fulfilled person by serving others and adding value to other people because that helps them in their family, in their community, in their workplace, you know, on their team, whatever they're doing. And so we've got to have a mentality where we have a, a full cup ourselves that we're in control of, of our, of our mind our body, you know, our thoughts, our money, and then we serve the best by, by launching from there. Uh, now you'll never be perfect, but start, you know, from, from giving yourself a position of strength and then you reach out to others. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. So I've kind of rambled a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think from, from the perspective of, and we're not going to keep it on. I think if we try to wrap it up in a nutshell, I want to give people nuggets they can hold on to. Dave, when you say serving from a full cup, what does that look like in a practical sense, right? You got somebody going through everyday life. We don't know what they may be going through, but there's some adversity. There's some challenge. Maybe, maybe they're they they, they are, are no longer with their former spouse, and they got joint custody. And there's some issues going on there, and some struggle there, where one spouse really is keeping the other spouse away from the kids. Maybe it's financial. <laughs> we know that the stresses of finances can destroy a marriage and many friendships. Uh, Money is one of those things that if it gets in between people, it, oh. it, it turns ugly real quick. Yep. Um, how do you serve from a full cup in the midst of adversity? 
That's that's a great question, Leslie. I appreciate that. I yeah, and like I said, we're all broken. We all have issues, but what we need to do is say, okay, look around and say, okay, who in my immediate family or who uh, as an, a friend that's pretty close to me uh, needs help? And and if so here's an example, okay, say I've got fifty dollars to my name, and you know I'm struggling, but I've got I've got some money. But I come across somebody, uh, a homeless person or someone on the street. I run into somebody. They've lost their job and they're really struggling. I buy them lunch. Just very simple. You you look and you see a need and, and, and you realize, hey, I'm better off than they are. Okay. So why can't I share and help? And so so the, the more power I've got, the, say I've got 50 bucks and they've got nothing and they're hungry. And I'm not hungry, obviously. I'm just fat and sassy. Okay, look for those opportunities to see other people in need that are not as well off as you are and say, you know what? I can I can be kind to them. I can buy them, you know, a $5 foot long at Subway or, or whatever. I did that once. I I, I walked in, I saw this guy, a homeless guy, and, and I was going through the Subway line and I said, um, I'd run into him in the bathroom. Actually, we, you know, just and, and I could tell he was struggling and I was going through the line. I got my big foot long sandwich and I said, I asked the ladies, I said, you know, this gentleman over here sitting at this booth, I said, is it OK if I you know, give him you know, half my sandwich? And I said, um, you know, I don't want to create an issue where, you know, he's hanging out in here all the time and stuff. And they said, oh, that'd be sweet. That'd, that'd be really nice. That's fine. And so I, uh, I got my, my sandwich. I had it wrapped separately and I took half of it and I walked by his table and I, I laid it down. I said, I hope you like ham and cheese because that's, that's what I got. And, and he nodded, smiled, and I just kept on going. Okay. That is serving from a full cup. Okay. Seeing value you can add to someone else, a value that you hold in your hands and you can, you can give them something. You know what? That's a great point. I want to give, if I can, Dave, I want to jump in here and give another analogy, too, that's a little bit different because we want to try to cover the spectrum. That was wonderful. That was amazing. Um, I also want to remind you of, of Dave just broke it down and said it's, it's helping somebody in need, right? I want to go a step further. Um I want to define need. Need, by definition, is is, is a couple of things. Is required something because it is essential or very important. Right? Yep. It is um, something which is necessary, or that requires some course of action of necessity. Your basic human needs: water, food, you know, shelter. I want to take it deeper and say sometimes need is not always for people that don't have. And let, let me give you a situation where I was able to serve from a full cup. There was a, <clears throat> a lady in the store. She came to the store with a kid to get um, to, to just pick up a few items, right? She come in the restaurant to pick up her to go thing, to the go order. Gotcha. And when it was time to pay, she realized she had left her wallet in the car. Yep. Well, where we were parked and where the location, 
it's a good little walk you know back and it's hot and she had the kid so i just recognized she had the money to do it and needed that moment i said let me take care of this for you let me be a blessing for you and you can just help someone else right She's like, no, no, I have the money. I said, look, I didn't ask you that. I just said, let me go and <laughs> And and I said, you can bless somebody else. And so she said, yeah. and I will. And yeah. so sometimes being in need is that moment. It's in that particular moment. Yes. How do how do you serve? Do you serve yeah. from a full cup? Because in that moment, I had more than enough. Yeah. I had the tools and resources to be a blessing. So in that moment. Did I choose to serve from a full cup? Or did I choose not to serve mm -hmm. because of greed? Yes. And that's what we have to watch. Because when you have it, you must remember who gave who gave it to you, first of all. Sure. And who's it, whose resource it really is. And, and when you have it and you have extra, you have not your needs are met. That's all right. Time I want some met. And you still have extra. It's okay to bless somebody in that moment of need because guess what? In the next moment, you might be in need. Sure. And so I just think that um, we have to we have to be more in tune with people and connecting to people. Yeah. And and, and being able to read the room. That's right. Like we, we awareness. Yeah, we got to take time and be intentional about. Reading the room and what I said, that means getting outside of ourselves. That means looking up from our cell phones, getting outside of what we want or what we desire and really looking at how can I be, how can I serve? Right? Sure. And, and because I think going back to the point that I made early on, if you're serving, right, and you're serving with the right heart and you focused on him, then he can. Mm, yep. He can, mm, right. And he can touch some in your life that may be down the road that you can't even see and prepare you to succeed in that moment. Yeah. So it wasn't by happenstance we met, but we both still had to serve from a full cup that somebody had to extend the invitation and somebody had to accept it for this great connection we have that yep. God is blessed to happen. Right. We still had to be, both be willing to serve from a full cup or it doesn't happen. Right. Right. And so when we talk about black and white men talking, you've got to serve from a full cup for it to be fruitful. Which means you gotta be you gotta be vulnerable, you gotta be honest. And what I say is you gotta tell all your mess. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, because if you don't, then you're not being transparent. If you're not being transparent, I can't trust your integrity. Yeah. So if I can't trust your integrity, then I'm going to be sheltered. And then we're not having meaningful conversation anyway. Right. Right. We're, we're doing what the rest of the world is doing. So when black and white men talk, mm -hmm. it should not look like the world. Right. When black and white men talk in the sense that we're talking about, it should look very different than it than black and white men talking in the world. True. And True. that's that's the goal of what what our charge is. And what our challenge is and what we're destined to do is to set that path straight because the world's version of black and white men talking hadn't solved anything. It's just created greater conflict between us. That's right. 
this version of black and white men talking, you got two really good friends and Dave Wiseworth and Leslie Peters that didn't know each other a few years ago. Right. And so God just blessed us, put in the same room and gave us the opportunity, but we still had to be willing to serve from a full cup for this to happen. So there's action that you always have to take. When it's a necessity, there's still action that you have to take. And that means you can't just have a dream. I had a dream. I talked to my neighbor. No, you won't have to physically go get out, walk out and go talk to him. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to have to require some work. And I just, I just, as, as we wrap up this segment, Dave, I just want to make sure I highlighted that because sometimes we think serving is only like helping somebody that has less than you. No, serving can be helping somebody that has more than you. Exactly. It's, it's just in that moment, right? It's exactly right. And I said, I'm, I'm telling you, some of the best service I've ever had is from people that have four less than me. And some of the greatest service that I had sometimes is from people that have four more than me. So very seldom is it for somebody that has similar to what I have. Right. So it's, it's both extremes, and there's a reason for that. So you're serving from a full cup, and that's my challenge for you all to do that because I think you have to be able to do that for you to really have an authentic conversation. That's right. You're exactly right. I couldn't have said it better, Leslie. That's that's really exactly right. And and you're, what you're looking for, one of the guys that, that I've read a lot about, and I've read his books and stuff, he's passed on now. His name is Bob Proctor. And he said that we're all seeking a better level of awareness. Okay. And that's exactly what you did. Okay. You were aware. You were so focused on this other person, this lady that was struggling and she was in a little bit of a fix. She had a child, uh, you know, didn't have the money on her. Now she could have got it, not a big deal, but you were aware enough that you had a focus outside of you. You weren't just thinking about Leslie. You were thinking about, Hey, I have a chance here to, uh, to bless this person and I've got the means I'm going to do it. It's, it's not a big deal either way. She can do it, but that's what Bob Proctor was talking about. Let's have a greater level of awareness. And I call it, you know, court awareness. Look around us like Larry Bird when he played basketball. It's like he had eyes in the back of his head. You know, he yeah. knew where everybody was at. Him and Magic Johnson, they had some great battles. And that's one that, you know, Magic said, man, I, he scared me because he knew what was going on everywhere. And he would see things that I didn't even see. And Magic was magic, I'm telling you. But we need to be aware and look for those ways to serve people. And, and, and when you're all worried and consumed with yourself and you're just, you know, you're just, you know, arrogant, or maybe, maybe you're just being selfish or having a pity party, which nobody wants to go to your pity party. I guarantee you that, right. You know, but when you're looking at others and, and you're, you have that fullness in your heart or, or, or at least the attitude you know, you may be struggling, you may be down and, and, and really physically, maybe you're going through some crap or maybe mentally, you know, you got a lot of stress on you, but you're still willing that when the opportunity arises, you're like, hey, I can fulfill that need and you do it. And that's what it's about, being aware and, and being genuinely willing to help someone else and give them value. That's exactly what it's about. And so. You know, as we bring it to the end, uh, you talked about Bob Proctor, uh, the great Canadian, or what I used yeah. to call it. Uh, <laughs> he also has a quote that I, I use quite often, and it says, change is, in, change is inevitable, but personal growth is a choice. 
Oh, that's a good and one. That's so key because when we when we look at what we're talking about, black and white men talking, hey, change is inevitable. Right. It's gonna happen. Just as sure as today is Monday, Tuesday's coming. Right. <laughs> when right. changes 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 inevitable, but personal growth is a choice. Sure. And what we're talking about is personal growth. And yep. so if you want to grow, if you want to be able to have real friendships with a, with, a, with a white man or a black man or opposites of black women or white women, if you really want to have that authentic relationships, then you've got to be in a position where you do, where, where you deal with what we're talking about, which is having authentic communications and we can help you get there. That's yep. what we do at Black and White Men Talking. Whether we can come to your company, we put on workshops that are designed to give you the tools and resources and strategies to help you navigate these conversations, to help you have meaningful conversation and build lasting relationships that go deeper than the deepest point you've ever been. And that's what we do here at Black and White Men Talking. So you can check out all our podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Listen Notes, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. You can get the video version of a podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search Black and White Men Talking. And you can also uh, visit our website uh, at podcast.blackandwhitemantalking and see all our episodes as well there. But until next time, this is Leslie Peters and my wonderful, wonderful friend, Dave Wadsworth, telling you to make a difference and be different, right? Mm. Live different, move different, treat people different, walk different, and be authentic and be intentional about your personal growth. You can choose to be better than tomorrow than you are today, but you have to choose it. And if you choose it, it will happen. Until next time.